0: Everybody, everybody's well. Happy Wednesday for those that are here live. Happy any day of the week, wherever you tune in, we really appreciate it. We've been really delving into this world of intentional communication. As you know, we're part of this larger group, larger, wonderful organization called Momentum. This, this month, they're speaking about the theme is teaching our children. And we started down the road of teaching of influencing and where we are in this journey is this this recognition or we're trying to recognize that I'm not teaching anyone anything if I'm trying to do anything but empower them. Like if my intention is not to empower them, I'm not teaching them anything. Not not anything that's going to last. And the words may work, but it's not going to really penetrate. This is a real phenomenon. You see this with people where I, I, I always, I I see this, you know, there are some teachers that they're, they're, they're influencers. I, I don't mean influencers like, you know, Instagram influencers. I mean like they're, they're teachers. They don't have access to the same level of followers that people that understand social media have. Like we know people like this and yet they have such an incredible impact. You know what I'm saying? Like their messages seem to carry. And a lot of it is because their intention is correct. That's really the key to this. Teaching, influencing, helping. It's based on something that's deeper. Yesterday I got an email from somebody that really like Made my day, honestly, like made my day. Someone mentioned that their kid did something, missed a bus or something. And when he was talking to him, he he realized that what was underneath the words wasn't very empowering. We were emailing back and forth about the words of one of my rabbis a real mentor of mine, a rabbi in Israel named Rabbi Moshe Levy, who would tell me over and over again that of the most important work that a person does every day is this type of analysis. My kid came home, I said something to him. Did I say it because I was trying to empower him? Did I say it because I was upset with him? If I want to get one step deeper, did I say it because I was upset with myself? Maybe I wasn't a good enough parent to him. Like, we don't have to arrive at a solution. This isn't, you know, psychotherapy. We have to just get in the game of asking. If anyone's ever had the pleasure of studying a page of Talmud properly, not that I have, I wish that I can study even a page properly, to properly study a page of Talmud is is an aspiration. But if you even look at it from a very surface perspective, you'll see that it makes almost no sense that it's there. I remember when I, I remember when I first, you know, in high school, elementary school, whenever whenever I began to be introduced to Talmud. I remember asking the question that everyone else asks whenever you're introduced to Talmud, which is like, wait, we're we're reading about some argument that took place like 2000 years ago. Like, why don't we just tell me, like they're arguing over the law, right? Like it's interesting maybe if I went to law school, but like, just tell me the law. Like, no, I understand that this rabbi says it's this because of this verse. And that rabbi says it's this because of that verse. And this rabbi is quoting a mechanism that is being used to interpret a verse. And that rabbi is using that mechanism. I get it. And I'm all for the, the game. Like, I love watching the game. But, all right, like, we know what we have. We do something. Like, we know when to say these words. Like, we know how much matzah to eat. So, like, why don't you skip the middle stuff? And just teach us. What we need to do, and like we get to be like this doesn't feel like a very efficient system. And the response is the same response you get when you go to law school. When you ask them, like, why are we studying case law? It's just, you know, in Talmud, it's a lot more holier. And it's we're not looking for you to follow laws. We want you to follow laws. We're looking for you to think and to learn, teach you how to think. How did you hear that verse? Why did you say it this way? Why did he say it that way? What was, well, sensitivity is, we want you to think. This is, spirituality is hard. This game is hard. And when you start to think in deeper ways, you get more than just the law. You get yourself. Right? As, if I remember correctly, one, Law professor, I wouldn't, I'm not even comparing Talmud to law, to be honest, the levels are, even in regular brilliance is not even comparable. But as one law professor told me, I'm not looking for to teach you the law. I'm looking to make you a lawyer. They're very different. I can teach anybody law. Just pull it off the shelf. You don't need me. Being a lawyer is much harder. This game that we're in right now is not trying to get us anywhere. We're not trying to like get to the the end of it and be like got it. No, now I get it. If that happens, wonderful. It's we're trying to become people that is that are that is aware of deeper aspects of ourselves. Always, like it's not going to end. Like that's not how it's not. We're not going to get to the end of this and be like, I got it. No, I figured out where I'm incomplete. And that's why I'm talking to my wife that way. That would be amazing if you got that. I don't think that's how it happens. I think every day is a new challenge. And every day something else happens. And every day there's a new possible interaction. And by the way, every level you get to when you interact with people is another layer that you uncover within yourself. And since you're infinite, because you're connected to the infinite, you never end. It never ends, it's just, we have to start to just enjoy the game. You know, I, I told you the, the, the Julian Edelman quote that I love so much, right? Julian Edelman, he won the, He was the Super Bowl MVP two years ago, three years ago, and they had him on some podcast that I heard and they said, well, what are you looking forward to now? After he won the, not only the Super Bowl, but he was the Super Bowl MVP. He said, I'm looking forward to training camp. Which is the next the beginning of the next season. Because when you're an athlete, you you don't want it to be over. You never that's why Tom Brady just can't retire. You never want it to be over. (laughs) I'll be good, Ken, I promise. You never want it to be over. This this stuff, this is a way of life. And if it's it's if it if 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 it's being taken as overly burdensome it's not going to go it's a way of life my words carry meaning my thoughts are driven by my desires and i'm on a path for completion ever since i came to this world my soul has been yearning to connect itself back to its source because my soul comes from a a divine complete source and as my soul was placed into my body, I yearn for something more than just myself. That's the, that's the journey of life, in my humble opinion. So if you tell me that I can close this loop through school, I'll do it. And, and, and I'll take your word for it. I'll take your word for it that when I get the grade, I'll feel totally complete. And then when that completion goes away, I'll just assume that it, it continues. That's fine. And if you tell me that if I achieve this certain status in my career, I'll work 50 years for it, that's fine. We're constantly looking for someone to tell us what's going to give me that sense of completion. Yeah, Liran is, for those who are watching the, the, the comments, Liran nailed it. In, in Hebrew, it's called tikkun, or to fix. And it's this incredible journey that we're on. It's so exciting that we, it's so important. I just say, it's so important that we should get excited over it. We have an opportunity to achieve a certain level of really, really deep rooted completion and spiritual satisfaction. And yeah. There's stuff to do in the world, but the real work. So I've been taught, not that I know. Again, we got to make sure everybody gets that. Nobody think I know anything. I'm just a regular dude trying to share teachings from people that I have been blessed to have in my life. The way we really get there is not by what goes on outside us. The way we really feel that deep sense of completion is not based on whether the world cheers for us after we raise the trophy over our heads, whatever the trophy is. It's not when the thing happens in our life cycle. Those are wonderful things in life cycles. We should have them all. It's not what anybody says to us, really. I was on the phone yesterday with a good friend who is having a, a challenge with a close friend of his. And he's trying to make efforts in that person's direction and it's not being reciprocated. And I was trying to explain to him that it has nothing to do with the other person. It'd be nice if it were reciprocated. But really what you're feeling is, is that lack of connection based on your own efforts to that person that is now being manifested in the broken relationship. You'll feel the way you feel when you start to act in the right way towards that person where in your core, you know, you're doing what's the right thing to do. And you get that when you start to delve into that deeper part of you, what is it that I want out of this? What's driving me to think that thought? What's driving me to be mad at that person? Why am I so threatened by that person? Why am I so upset when that person speaks? How come when my kid misses the bus or how come when my wife doesn't do this? How come my husband forgets this thing? How come when my kid said that thing? What in the world? Why are my thoughts going to a place? How come when I'm done with the conversation and I'm driving home, I am still thinking about the conversation and now in my thoughts, coming up with all the lines that I would have told the person, but I forgot really I'm not I'm not I don't have the courage to that's the real reason but let me I'm not gonna tell it to myself of course because I'm courageous I I really would have but I didn't have the time why am I still replaying the conversation for Do do we ever stop to ask that question like why am I still replaying the conversation in my head from like five years ago what 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 why am I creating an imaginary scenario to replay a conversation to why am I still upset at this person What is it? Why am I wasting brain space and energy on something that will never happen again? What? Why? So even if we don't know the answer, we know it's because I'm not enough. Because there's something about me feels like I'm not enough. That's the door that I walked out of, and that person brought it out. And that person touched on something. Try it, by the way. There's a great, great, great teaching from the famous master, the Baal Shem Tov, The verse says, "Kaim panim the way water reflects." And I said this a few days ago at the pond. "Kane la adam," and I believe, if I remember the teaching correctly, the Baal Shem Tov says, "If you see something in life, the reason why God brought it to your now, when I say it, I'm going to say, leave out like extreme, like leave out really bad things and really amazing. Things. Just let's stay in the middle." You see something in life, it's because the Bal ba- Shem Tov says, it's because there's something that we need to fix inside ourselves. Tremendous. You see someone acting arrogant and it bothers you because there's some bit of arrogance inside us. doesn't mean we have the same level of arrogance. Somebody does something. A lot of times it's because there's a certain thing that we're learning about ourselves that bothers us. There's a certain incompletion about ourselves. There's a certain I'm not enoughness in myself. And I'm sensitive to that. I'm sensitive to that. I don't feel like I'm wise enough. And somebody either made a comment or was, you know, doing, and and it brought that out. I'm sensitive to my financial success. And someone made a comment about, you know, affording something. And I automatically flew off. Why? Why? What, what was what was driving the thought of being upset? I'm not saying we're gonna. I'm not in any way yet. Maybe we'll get there when you can put things in boxes. And there's wisdom out there that speaks to like the different boxes of how you can look at the world. But we're not even there yet. I'm just talking about just having the confidence to go into the room called "I'm not enough." I'm being okay with that. I'm not enough. I'm not supposed to be enough. The journey of my life is to be enough. When I become enough, in a way I'm done. And we can be enough by attaching to the source. So I want to accept that out for a second. But before we get there too, for those that are like thinking ahead, it's okay that we're not enough. You know why? Why? because nobody's enough. Nobody's enough. If I've learned one thing in life, I've learned that the most perfect people aren't so perfect. And the people that know everything in life don't really know everything in life. Nobody's enough, God's enough. And as soon as we become okay with, I'm not the perfect parent, and I'm not the perfect person. Maybe I don't have enough success. Maybe I mess up a lot. I'm not enough. That's why I'm on this earth. Because if we, we would have won the game, the game would be over. And I'm still kicking. Every morning, God says, guess what? You're not enough. That's okay. Because you're enough to me. Are any of our children enough? Any of them? Enough? Are we done with them? None of them are enough. We still want a lot from them, but we're okay with that because we don't love them for, them for their accomplishments. We love them for us. The idea of I'm, a, I'm not enough is okay. As long as, as Leroy just said, as long as we're working towards something. And when, when I have a thought that's negative, that could be the greatest gift of my day because it allows me to pause and go, wait, 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 wait. wait. Why am I upset at this person? Whoa, 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 what's going on over here? I see a human being and I'm upset. Maybe there's something in me that I could work on today. Why did my kid get me so upset just now? Why am I constantly mad at this person? What is it about me not being enough that's bothering me, while well, I can just accept it and get a little bit better today. The more we focus on somebody else and trying to give to them, the more we allow ourselves to not be enough. And the more we recognize that as long as I'm trying to get better, I'm trying to be more and I'm trying to do a little bit more every day. That's enough. It's about movement. It's about movement in the direction of where I want to go. And it happens when we just become aware. The greatest, cha- I find the greatest obstacle is not, not being enough. The greatest obstacle is thinking that you're there already. You know, when you say something to somebody and like they already know all the answers, you know, when that happens, when like you see someone and they're like, no, I know. Really? No, I know. I know. You know, when you speak to someone who knows everything about everything, you know, who knows everything about the virus, He's already a, an expert at everything, you know, ON oh, politics, oh, and war and peace and economic policy doesn't have any real expert, you know, that type. And relationships, of course, God, spirituality, right? Philosophy. You know those types? Know everything. Usually they wait for the audience and off they go. And then there's someone who's just like curious. It's not even comparable. That's where I want to be. That's where I want us to be today. I want us to be curious. I want us to be curious about us, because we know we want to be givers and we know we want to be there for people. And we know that our words can make them or break them. And we want our words to be infused with so much positivity that somebody hears it in and like packs them. If we have any negativity in our thoughts, be curious. What, what, what's the, what's the root? Don't judge ourselves. Don't hurt ourselves. Don't overthink it. Be curious. Slowly, slowly, we'll see that light and it'll affect everything. Okay, we'll continue this. All right, everybody. Thank you for being here for this. I feel honored that we're on this journey together. I really do. And if at the end of the day, all it does is make one conversation better, it's worth it. That's what we're here for. All right, have an amazing, amazing day with God, with God's help. I just can't wait to be with you tomorrow. Have a great day. Oh, 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 oh,